so glad to be with you. I'm Phil. I'm Scott. And I'm Josh. And we are here to talk a little weird with you. We're excited to have each and every one of you watching with us. Hopefully you're sharing and commenting. We love reading your comments. We're going to go ahead and read some of those right now. The first one is from none other than my wife, Tori Wayman. And what a weirdo. weirdo. Yeah. She uh, she said that the last podcast was her favorite. Interesting that you talked about your kid the entire time and you hosted. Yeah. yeah. Well, a little bias there. A nepotism. She knows what she likes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but underneath that, also Ryan Sigmund said his favorite episode was the Disney Princess episode. My man. Yeah. He thought that it was funny to watch three grown men talk about Disney princesses. Yeah. You know what? Just for that though, maybe the three of us and Sigmund, we should have a Disney like movie night. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You tell us your favorite one, we'll make it happen. Like the cool (laughs) thing about that too is like as long as we do this, we're gonna have some random topics, things we don't know about. The three of us genuinely love Disney movies. Like that, how close to home? And I need to say this: we need to confess something. We need to confess this. Uh, We recorded that one multiple times. Oh yeah, and on the final time that you all saw. If you watch closely, I get really mad at Joss when he says uh, Princess Leia. Uh, because I Princess in the Leia first, in the draft. The first three takes. Yes, the first three takes. We recorded that one four times. The first three times, I said Leia. Yeah. And then you stole that one. And so you see my natural reaction where I'm trying really hard not to hurt him Dude, in that moment. You should have taken her in the first round. <laughs> I knew where to value her. Right. Oh, you were man. leaving Leia for last. I'm not going to let well, you do that. Well, that's the, the thing that we love so much about this is we want this to be fresh. And even if we do have to do it more than once, we're going to change it up because we love uh, kind of needling each other. and uh, It's fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's tripping it is. you. Uh, so here's another one from uh, Jessica Wagner about the last podcast. She she says she has the same problem as I do where she forgets randomly what day things are or just get something in her mind that it's on a certain day when that's completely wrong. She uh, ended up uh, telling a sub to come back tomorrow when she really did need that sub that day oh, for no. a doctor's appointment. Uh, Nesha also said she's got a lot of those type of... Uh, Little brain uh, farts, I guess they call them. I don't know. I never say that. I, I like to, to avoid that. But uh, let's come up with a better uh, word for that. And then a brain toot. That's not any better. That's, that's, that's not more any polite. Better. Brain flatulence. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Where it just shorts out, right? And uh, you, you get all mixed up. The funny thing is, is that same week that that podcast aired, I did it again. He did. There was a... Uh, annual meeting or training for the West Virginia Baptist Convention I was supposed to teach at, but I had put it on March 4th instead of February 4th. And for the one time that I ever remember in all of history, like February's days are exactly the same as March's days. And uh, normally, you know, it would be kind of rotate. It it wouldn't be the 4th on March. Uh, So anyhow, um, I messed it all up. And I thought I had a month to prepare for this thing, but... Scott helped me out and said, hey, are you ready on Tuesday or Wednesday? I said, no, what are you talking about? I'm ready for what? And uh, so we we made it happen, and it turned out great. But 
It happened again. Y'all pray for me. Uh, I'm losing my mind. That's why he hired me. That's That's right. That's the only reason why I'm here. That's it. The best part about it is Phil reminds me everything. (laughs) And like, he's helped me to become more organized because I naturally am the same way. So I have a big calendar on my desk. I put things in my phone. I write things in (laughs) on sticky notes. So like, I write every event down in like yeah. three different spots well, they, because I'm is, so prone to those. You don't want mistakes. me to say, ha, ah, you forgot. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Well, another one of our uh, uh, weirdos or fans, he's actually been there since the very beginning. And fun fact, there is an unaired aired yeah. episode yep. of Weird Faith. It's actually our very first one. We'll call it the pilot, mm. uh, the unaired pilot. We sent it to Brandon Reinhardt because... He has, you know, experience watching a lot of podcasts, listening to a lot of podcasts. We've, you know, valued his expertise. It was terrible, yeah. right? We just didn't come across as natural. Right. No. Just, so was, we we, we redid it and we came up with the Bears and Sharks. <laughs> and we it. talked about the exact same thing. It just wasn't very good. I think I got the feedback that I was using my preacher voice. He was. And uh, Scott was I was just staring. Board. <laughs> <laughs> None of us were really expressive at all. Uh, uh, Phil's funniest joke in the whole thing, he told it, me and Scott were just like, Okay. <laughs> it was so cool. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Is it my turn to if talk? If you now? like cringe comedy, it really that, you would have loved. We should it. drop yeah. it one day. One day, just, just and just ask you guys. How about hey, this? Roast 100th us. Episode. It's we, a weird faith roast. If we hit our 100th episode, or maybe when we hit 200 subscribers, yeah. we'll drop that one and let you all torment us. Or maybe you pay Brandon Reinhardt. I think he still has a copy of it. Sure, possibly. And yeah. we had no, uh, you know, delusions of grandeur that this nah. would even. You know, we would even get this many yeah. people watching it. So, no, no. Uh, and you would have seen why after, after that, that one. First one. <laughs> so I texted him the last night. I was like, "Hey, we're recording episode five tomorrow. We need a topic. I'm, I'm hosting and I'm struggling here. I've had a few suggestions. I just you guys sent some amazing suggestions, but sometimes wrapping your mind around right. how can I tie that into a devotional thought. So he sent me one, even some weird facts about space. And so today we're going to talk about space. And another one of our weirdos, Josh. You sent him a message this morning. Tell us a little bit about that. What you had Ron do? Oh, Ron. I thought you were talking about Brandon. Brandon. No, Ron. Uh, So we had Ron, who is one of our biggest weirdos. He's a Photoshop king. Mm. So he's got this picture of us. This is what it looks like if me, Phil, and Scott would have all joined. If I can actually get on the screen there. NASA. Okay. There 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 we go. There we go. Look at those handsome astronauts. I think so. Ron added some extra chins to me. Just to <laughs> well, my <laughs> hair looks blonde. I look it like does. I'm in Top Gun or something. Or I just got band. Up, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going wow. on there. So, oh hey, before we go on too, uh, I wanted to highlight uh, Samantha Audia and her yeah. two girls. Mm, big uh, shout out. Watching there. it as a family, they put a picture up. It was awesome. We love to see you. Not just comment on it, but show us where you're watching from. Show us who you're watching it with, and uh, we love this to be a community thing. Yeah, so I'm excited about the idea of space. I've been intrigued by it for a long time. I love just the idea of it, the mystery of space. I'm not one of those people out there like thinking like there's something out there and we're going to find it one day. I will admit that. But just the mystery of it all captivates my yeah. imagination. Uh, you're close it's to amazing. it. It's part of it. What do you mean? You're so tall. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking How's about? How's the weather up How's there? How's the weather up there? How's the stratosphere? <laughs> yeah. But if you think about even humanity, they've been intrigued by it from the very beginning. I mean, think about just the... The uh, innovative idea of using the stars to guide themselves as they're on long journeys yeah. back before Waze and Google Maps. Why are you using Google Maps? Use Waze. It's my opinion. Hot take. Or think about the, even the other people who are, who determined, hey, we revolve around the sun. The world does not revolve around me. Sometimes it revolves around Josh. We'll admit mm-hmm. that. Just Scott's world. Just yeah. my world. Absolutely. 
Not even Candace's, just Scott's. <laughs> Probably more so Scott. <laughs> but it was only like 60 years ago. So our parents were children hmm. when mankind was landing on the moon for the very first time. That's kind of mind-blowing to think about. Yeah. Uh, and then think about how far we've come. So when we were kids, I know you, I asked you earlier, you were born the year before it would have been the Challenger explosion. Right. Right. So, and then we think about when, like I was in third grade, I think. I think it was 99 hmm. is when the Discovery shuttle went up, and that was John Glenn. I remember watching that as a classroom at Worthington Elementary. Right. Uh, if it was third grade, I think that's Mrs. Rutherford. Otherwise, I don't really remember when it was. Shout uh, out. Shout out. <laughs> but then also, I remember also in 2003, which is when the Columbia uh, shuttle exploded. Hmm. And I remember watching that and also was watching in the horror of that. You don't remember that one? I, I mean, I don't know it, but that it was in 2003 just seems like, oh, like, seems a, like 20 years ago. More recent right. than. Yeah. But if you think about it, though, like that moment, also with the, you know, the economy was kind of like yeah. upside down that moment, the shuttle program just kind of stopped. Yeah. Like that was the last space shuttle that we had. Yeah. For good reason, right? For, I mean, it was, yeah, the safety, disasters, the, and we don't even. How much it cost? Who knows if we even landed on the moon before that? I'll stop. <laughs> it was Arizona. I don't know Drop your actually. favorite conspiracy video. <laughs> don't do that. There's we don't, plenty of content out there. We don't that. need to add that, that to it. That was footage in another wonder, the Grand Canyon. That's <laughs> That's but even think about this, the imagination that people have had over the years. They created Star Trek, Star Wars, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. like All these amazing... Lost in space. Lost in space. All these amazing movies over the years. People have been intrigued by it for a long time. And recently, with SpaceX... Blue Origin, Boeing, the, the we're Virgin, it, yeah, Virgin. We're more imaginative again. I think we have this idea of getting to Mars, which I don't really know why. Matt Damon did it. Matt Damon did it. He even came home. Yeah, that was a great movie. I'm just yes. gonna throw that out that there. It looked terrible though. I don't. It looked awful. <laughs> I don't want to eat potatoes all day long either. Like that was. Yeah, no, I'm not no. still dreaming of going. <laughs> Matt Damon did it. It was not great. <laughs> You're just dreaming of Matt Damon. I'm just mad. Yeah. <laughs> so with all that mystery, all the mystery of outer space. I want to hear some fun facts about space. But before we do that, Josh has a special fact that leads into something special we have for today. I do. And I'm I'm really pumped about these facts. When I was a kid, I was convinced that I was going to be do something with astrology one day. Mm. Whether that was study space or be an astronaut, wait, wait, I was wait, fascinated wait. by it. But It's definitely astronomy, right? What did I say? <laughs> astrology. <laughs> Astrology. <laughs> I can see that too. Astronomy. <laughs> I was going to come up with my own study. This is what would have happened. Yeah. You would have been an amazing astronaut. Man, thank God I'm not. He was looking at I his tarot cards and then he could see that he was going to be into astronomy. Astronomy. Yes. So, uh, that, anyway. Uh, we we I like to ping pong ball to throw. It. I know, yeah. We we like to make fun of people who say things like, you know, I gave up my future NFL career yeah. to go into ministry. So I gave up an, a career in astronomy to become Massive. a pastor and work here at Clarksburg Baptist Church. Amen. So my sacrifice. You're so <laughs> humble. I know. Yeah. Wow. But no. Uh, so we're gonna present the weird award winner from last week here in just a second but we're gonna start with a fact that kind of leads to that so one of the trippiest and strangest things about space is that there is no sound right we can hear sounds because of vibrations that they make and those vibrations have to travel through a medium like air or water or things like that there's no air in space you know all about mediums as an astrologer <laughs> <laughs> my, my astrology knowledge 
Is that a word? Why do I think no? No, astrology, astrology. is like yeah, like the the Pisces and study all study of stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. so I was close. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's when I you mean, like, it all had to do with space, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah just keep going. You sound smart up until you said that, so keep going. <laughs> I wonder if any of our weirdos would have caught that if you didn't. Probably not. <laughs> I'm glad you caught I kept me going. There. I just kept going with you because you were captivating me Thank with your you. enthusiasm. Yeah, good. <laughs> I said my world revolves around you sometimes. <laughs> hey, we all make mistakes sometimes. That's right. right? Amen. Uh, but there are no sounds in space because there's no air, there's no water, nothing like that. So. Uh, with that fact being said, we're going to present our weird award winner. Does me, so, I'm so happy to be able to present the this award to somebody else because two week, two episodes ago, I had my arm strapped to the chair. Last episode, I had about 15 ping pong balls thrown at my face. It's your fault. But the weird award winner today goes to Phil Wayman. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We just got some votes in. And it's Scott. Uh, no, it was. I like your enthusiasm, but <laughs> hey, uh, give Phil a that, round of applause. I'm tired of this. Vote for Scott next week. <laughs> uh, seriously, this is twice for yeah, Phil and twice for me. Offensive. So, right. is Scott really not that weird? We'd like to think this is actually a popularity thing, right. and it's going, kind of going no, back between whole, me and Phil. Like the NFL, this whole thing is rigged. That's what yeah, it is. It's, it's I, I, get the, I get the script every episode. <laughs> By the way, this is airing after the Super Bowl. Uh, we saw the script. It yeah. turned out exactly how right. it was scripted. So I almost wore yeah. congratulations my, to the winner. Yeah, I almost wore my Eagles stuff, and then I was like, if this comes out <laughs> after, I'm going to feel so dumb. Right, right. No yeah, I, I think it's, it's no coincidence that Scott runs the social media for this thing, mm-hmm. and I think he might comments. be deleting comments. I'm not. He's talking, mm, so we got to flood it with votes for Scott yes. this next time. Yeah, Scott, but he's got to live up to it. He's got to be weird today. So what's the but, punishment? Today? Yeah, so you can't hear anything in space, so we're going to punish Phil today. He's not going to be able to hear anything that Scott or myself say over the next few minutes. The, over the next few minutes while we go through our weird facts and while he's sharing his weird facts. So we have some uh, headphones we're going to give Phil here. This is going to be real. And uh, we wanted to share another space, sort of say astrology, then astronomy. I'm going to go to space. Just keep saying uh, space. Another space conspiracy that while you can't hear most sounds in space, mm-hmm. if you went to space, the one thing that you can hear on repeat over and over is the soundtrack to Interstellar. One of the best ever. <laughs> it is one of the best. So uh, we're going to put the soundtrack to Interstellar very loudly in Phil's ears, and he's not going to be able to hear anything. There we go. Got <laughs> yep. yep, he hears it. I there, got it. There we go. There we go. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, kick things off with some more facts, though. Uh, Phil, why don't you start us off with a fact? What? You want to share a fact? Hey. You wanna- oh, okay. Uh, so this planet, <laughs> I did some weird planet facts. There you go. And so this planet... Here in this picture, y'all leave me alone. (laughs) The planet is larger than Jupiter, and it is so close to its star that its day is only, or that its year is only three days. Wow. Every three days, it goes completely around its sun. In fact, it's 20 times closer uh, to its star than the Earth is to its sun. Uh, During the daytime, Temperatures reach 20. It gradually gets louder and louder. It does. It's uh, so do you. Temperatures reach 2,200 degrees. Wow. That's hot. We used to live in Georgia, and uh, it would get pretty hot there. It got close to, to that, I think. Had to take showers three times a day, uh, but this is a little bit hotter. But it's also uh, so dark. It's one of the darkest planets. It's necessarily the color of, like, uh, charcoal, and so it absorbs all that heat. Wow. Wow. That's pretty fascinating. That's that's incredible. Yeah. I come to myself 
here, give Phil a little break. Let him listen to his Give music. our ears a little he break, too. He has no too. idea what we're saying right now. That, so. was, that was good. Well yeah, done. You did great. You, you look awesome. Uh, so uh, I thought this was fascinating. I was reading about the spacesuits that astronauts wear and all the different equipment, how much that costs. Uh, to get a full spacesuit, all the equipment together is about $12 million. But Wow. That hardly seems like a lot when you weigh out the cost of not wearing one in space, right? Wow. <laughs> so we can't survive in space without them, obviously, but I wanted to share a little bit about why. So uh, studies show that if you were like, you know, left a space shuttle, went out into space, I might turn this down just a little bit for Phil. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, we're good. Uh you could survive for about 30 seconds, but that's only after if you went out of the ship with no air in your lungs. Because if you just tried to hold your breath for 30 seconds, if you already have air in your lungs, your lungs would explode and you would die. Wow. Okay. But if you left the ship, didn't have any air in your lungs, they say you might last about 30 seconds. Now, obviously, what would probably kill you is a lack of oxygen, but they say that before that, your eardrums could burst so violently that it kills you, or your saliva in your mouth could begin to boil before you even lose consciousness. So, yeah, space has about a million ways to kill you. I don't know why we're still trying to go to this place. It's not welcoming. It's not inviting. Space is dangerous. So it's not uh, that bad. Don't here. go visit without a space. Wow. So, Phil, you, you want to give us some facts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, next one, a uh, weird planet we've got is. An exoplanet, it's the one uh, that's the bigger one than the Earth, and it actually uh, is made of carbon that is pressurized so much and heated to 2,700 degrees that they believe that it's basically made of a diamond. It's, it's basically a giant diamond. Hmm. That's awesome. Do you well think, done. Phil, do you love Tori enough to get her a diamond that big? Taylor Swift? Wow. What'd Tori, you, say? you heard it Taylor here. Taylor Swift. No. He would give Taylor Swift a diamond, but not Tori. Yeah. Hey, just stare at me in silence if if you're an idiot and you're a loser. I started looking at you too. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hey, we love Phil so much, but uh, awesome. We'll continue with the facts here. Uh, I thought this was interesting. The largest volcano in the solar system is actually on our neighboring planet Mars. It's known as Olympus Mons. It's more than twice the size of Mount Everest, but it's also so much wider, it would be able to cover a portion of America larger than the size of Arizona. So you could literally plant that thing, it would cover the entire state of Arizona. That's pretty interesting, isn't it, Phil? Hey, I'm kind of jealous. The Interstellar soundtrack is great. It's Hans so, Zimmer's best. You've never yeah, heard it. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Phil, do you have any more facts for us? Yeah, one more. Yeah. <laughs> Throw up the picture. This is the planet of your nightmares. This That's is a really 64,000. Your nightmares. No, excuse me. 64 light years away, which is like super far, well, apparently. How far? Uh, not like the height of Buzz Lightyear. It's different <laughs> than that. But it may look like just a gorgeous deep blue, like a like your Avatar movie, yeah. you know. Pandora. Where it's just, I think he said it. Yeah, <laughs> Pandora is that what it is? Uh, so it looks just amazing from here. But <laughs> if you had the misfortune uh, to visit this planet, it's known as a gas giant, which what? is what we call Scott <laughs> when he's not around. But uh, he has Woo. he has irate bowel syndrome. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but it spins so furiously, and the winds blow 8,700 kilometers an hour, and it's made of this silicon that is heated so hot that it actually creates glass. So it's just this storm of glass just whipping around the planet at all times. It sounds terrifying. Man, that'll rip your face off. <laughs> Speaking of gassiness, Phil's been having gas the whole time. I don't. I guess he just can't hear it. He can't Is hear that it. Right? Yeah. All time. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more thing. In uh, and some of you guys who are astronomers, right? Is that a, that's, our, study, that's the right study one. astronomy? Uh, maybe you could fact check us on this. Uh, when we come with these weird facts. I don't. Maybe some of these things are myth. I have no idea. But I read that you could fit one million Earths inside of the sun. That's how much. Let's big, try that. That's how much bigger the sun is. <laughs> you could fit a million Earths inside of the sun. And what makes what's so crazy about that what, it helps us to realize how small we are. Is like the sun relative to other stars is just kind of average sized. It's not even mm. known to be like a you know super large star so uh, but you could fit the earth inside of the sun a million times it's wow. pretty crazy wow well so we want to get say thank you to phil and so because he was a good sport i have a special prize for him so phil this is for you a milky way yeah milky way no it's to say thank you for i don't really being like milky ways <laughs> katie got this for you she says, hey, Phil's been a great pastor and a great mentor to you. No, she no, wants no, no, you no. to have this. No, 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 it, it was from Sadie and she would feel terrible if yes. you, if you don't accept turn down this, this from gift. Sadie, Josh is definitely her favorite pastor. Oh, oh I guess he heard. Oh, I think it started over. <laughs> Did you hear everything I just said? Just now. You can take it off. Oh, just stop. <laughs> take it off, Phil. Hey, give Phil a round of applause from wherever you're watching. Interstellar is a great soundtrack, but as loud, loud as I was uh, playing it Apparently, into his Phil's ears. a massive Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. That's so what there I thought you go. Taylor Swift. I, I thought you said something. Taylor about Swift. <laughs> uh, some How was of those that? high notes was. <laughs> and it was just so, man. Your eyes started to twitch. Yeah. I know. You're still talking a little loud. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So mine it kind of ties into the rest of what we're going to talk about today. There's a man named. Felix Bumgarner. Ever heard of him? Mm, nope. I've not. Felix is the man. That's a weird name. A weird we name. went to uh, third grade together. Did you now? Yeah. Small kid. I mean, I don't know. One mm. eye bigger than the other. <laughs> <laughs> is that him? <laughs> I've never known anyone except Fix It Felix. Named no. Felix. I Felix thought it was from a fake name. Felix the cat? I kind of thought it was a fake name. Wow. Felix Bumgarner is the very first person ever to break the sound barrier with his body. And no, not like my irritable bowels in there, apparently. <laughs> he I was about to say, that must have been a loud fart. <laughs> Bumgarner. He could join Josh working at Farty City that you talked about a few weeks Absolutely. ago. Hey, I actually had uh, somebody text me at like midnight the other day. And they, all they said was Farty City with all these emojis. I said, dude, it's not an episode of Weird Faith if I don't talk about potty humor at least. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why he's a youth pastor. Absolutely. So Felix Bumgarner is also known for doing the Red Bull Stratus jump. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy who got into a capsule that looked like the like the lunar lander like mm -hmm. thing, the top of the rocket, and took a balloon that was the same size as thirty three football fields, wow. and it filled it full of helium. It was thirty seven hundred pounds, and he went up twenty four miles above the Earth in the stratosphere, wow. mm. only to get out and jump. Wow! He is a daredevil. I have a picture of it here that I'll show you. 
Uh, it was absolutely incredible there to we, see. There we are. It I did was us. I did this. I did this. This is ridiculous. It this was is what us. we need to see. We went up in the we went sandwich bag balloon. I should have named these like something a little differently. I have astronauts <laughs> and stratus. Maybe I should have just here. Let's there see. We, that, there it is. is. Yeah. Wow. So he that's him. You can see the curvature of the earth. He's 24 miles above the earth. You can see even this, the darkness of the vastness of space above him. So he goes up there and he steps out. And right before he jumps, he says the words, sometimes you have to go up to understand how small you are. And then he said the words, I'm coming home. And he just stepped off, he just stepped off and he fell free fall for nine straight minutes, mm. man. That is nine insane. straight minutes, and he reached an upward speed of 843 miles per hour. Have which you ever is, fell out of the bed when you're sleeping? Oh, so many and times. It feels like this. It felt like that. That's, nine straight minutes. That's the dream that I have when it happens. <laughs> so <laughs> what we're saying is we're right. downplaying the the magnitude of what he did. So we think that our dreams are probably the same. Yeah. Like it's the same mm-hmm. sensation. I've done that. We've done it multiple times, <laughs> like twice. I this did week. it before he did. <laughs> so so uh, you that, said he broke the sound barrier. He was moving so fast. He was seventy-five miles per hour faster than the sound barrier. That's crazy. I can't, I, I watched it live on YouTube when they when they did this. It was like ten years ago now, and I'll never forget it because he's falling, and all of a sudden you hear this like little pop. I'll try to do it on the microphone, maybe. Just like a, that noise, and that's the, him breaking the sound barrier, and we were able to—they were able to hear it through telescopes wow. pointing towards him. I wonder what uh, it would sound like when it's your body. I don't think. I, I think <laughs> I read that he didn't actually didn't notice that he did it. Wow! Because you're moving so quick. I feel like I just turn inside out or something. Well, oh yeah! I'm, like, I'm glad they had YouTube go out to record that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even comprehend moving that fast though. I feel like my body would just catch on fire, and yeah. I, it, all that would land is a skeleton. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is, they said as he's falling for nine straight minutes he starts going into a spin oh no he starts spinning one way then he starts spinning the other way and because he's so high up how do you start controlling yourself no you can't like like twist and turn and he said that's the only thing he did not account for in his training because you can't simulate that right he had no way of simulating it so he starts falling and after nine minutes he finally pulls the chute i think it was like 10 more minutes before he ever actually hit the ground Mm. that's how high he was 24 miles that's 127,000 feet above the earth. Isn't that crazy though? Like I wouldn't want to fall for 24 miles. Right. No. But when you think about it in terms of like, that's how far space is away from us. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy. I don't know. It's Fairmont or something. As fast as (laughs) I guess Morgantown. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Wow. But they said that his suit that was, that he had was like a specialized pressurized suit. Like the astronauts would have worn. I don't know if it cost $12 million like yours that you talked about. Is that how much it costs? Yeah, you did, you had your headphones on. Uh, oh, yeah. For all Fun the fact, equipment, all the gear. Did you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> but they said but he had to wear it because where he was, just even the stratosphere, it was negative ninety seven degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh. Man. Which is pretty cold. I'm gonna be honest, I'm I'm more impressed with this than landing on the moon, I think. Because he was basically in like a sandwich bag, right? Yeah. In and, a capsule, and taken then up by a sandwich. Fell bag. all the way down. Yeah. Like that's to me, that takes more bravery. I yeah, think. I mean, like the whole, like, what was it, Apollo 13? They could have just done this and came back home, right? Isn't right. that what we're learning from this? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they have parachutes, but, right. you know. <laughs> I, I, uh, what was it? It was something like if you drive to the moon, it would take nine years or something like that. Like just, you know, 60 I've seen how you drive. Yeah, I think it probably 60 would. 60 or yeah. 70 miles right. per hour. I do drive pretty slow. If you've been in the car with Josh, it'd be like three days. Yeah. Well, now that he's got a Jeep, <laughs> when you drive a Jeep Wrangler, you got to go pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving a little bit slower now. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So, but just think about this for a second. Think about just the magnitude of the situation where he's 24 miles above 
the earth. And think about this. He says it again. Sometimes you have to go up to understand how small you are. Mm. Imagine standing on that ledge. He's just sitting there on the edge of this capsule. He's been floating for eight hours just to get up to that point. And he looks down. What's so funny? Well, can you imagine like getting up there and be like, nah. Like, what do you do? You got to jump. I think, yeah, I think, I'm pretty yeah, sure no that's the only way to do it. Like, right. I don't know. I don't think they calculate for like what would happen. Because I think, if I remember correctly, the balloon eventually busted. Uh, yeah. And then that capsule had like a chute of its own, like oh, what wow. you see in uh, uh, NASA stuff. Mm. But think crazy. about all that was below him. So 24 miles below his feet are 8 billion people. A whole planet full of people. Above him in every single direction is all the vastness of space with mm. billions upon billions of galaxies yeah, that we haven't even charted, like nothing. Now, we've gotten to the moon. Uh, we just, like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, like some of our the satellites we launched back in the 60s were passing Pluto for the first time. Wow. Like it's That's absolutely insane. incredible to think about this. But just think about just how awestruck he would have been. He literally said, like, I saw like this below me and I was amazed by how small I felt in that moment. He felt very insignificant. And he felt like he was so minor in comparison to everything else around. Now, none of us have ever entered space. I don't know if you've ever signed up for Blue Origin. The, <laughs> I tried. The, the dude from Dude Perfect got on there, but like none of us are getting on there anytime soon. Right. I don't think, unless we win the lottery or like you know CBC vacation sometime for the staff. Hey, I'm not going. I don't you you care wouldn't do it. Go. I think Weird Faith. I think we should make a trip. <laughs> that would be amazing. Let's do it. Weird we'll, Faith. We'll record. Up William Shatner got to go. Yeah, that's like James good. Tiberius Kirk got to go where right. no one had yeah. ever gone. Actually, mm. many people had gone before. Sure, but, but whatever, he yeah. came back. Yeah. But he came back. Even he, when he came back, he, was, he hugged Jeff Bezos and said, "You." gave me the the ride of a lifetime like that i would awesome. never wow. imagine he's like 92 years old that's i think crazy. shatner is yeah, now that's crazy which is insane but I'll, like we all have these moments in life where we just get lost in the majesty and the magnitude of the situation and we feel very insignificant uh for myself i was in south africa in 2010 and doing mission work with some doctors going around the zulu lands doing some missionary work and they, they gave us opportunity to go out into the uh, Shishlui Infolozi National Park, which is a game reserve. That's 370 square miles, so pretty big. And it's all fenced in, but it's just open territory for animals. Wow. Mm. So lions, elephants, rhinoceros, all dinosaurs. those animals. Dinosaurs. Probably, that's probably <laughs> where they are. I don't know. It's like uh, Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they're headed. <laughs> but uh, so the cool thing was we did a daytime safari, which was amazing. Uh, but if you ever seen like the image, it's kind of like Jurassic Park where you're right. like in this open canopy truck mm-hmm. where like any predator can just jump in and kill you. Are you doing a <laughs> <laughs> soundtracks are just in your head now? Yeah. That's the next podcast. We talk about, yeah. we talk about dinosaurs. Yeah. But the nighttime safari was even better. Mm. So everything we did during the day, we did at night. But the nighttime safari, you have this open truck, and you have a spotlight in the front corner, a spotlight in the back corner, and you just scan the the, the, the African plains for eyes to reflect back and look at you. Mm. And whenever you see the eyes look at you, you yell, stop, and you try to figure out what it was, which is also very terrifying, yeah. right? Yeah. But at one point, the amazing thing stop. was, what's that? <laughs> I don't think God wants to stop. I don't want to stop. Just no. keep going. Is it, are you yelling if stop to the animal? Right yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stay there. Don't do it. <laughs> stay, cat. Stay. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we got to the halfway point, and the, the guy's like, I want you to get out of the truck, which I really didn't want to do because mm. I don't know. He, he said he looked around real quick, and he had a little pistol on him. Like, what's that going to do to an elephant? And <clears throat> excuse me, we get out of the truck. He turns off all the spotlights, all the headlights, and it was pitch black wow like just i could barely see my hand in front of my own face and then you looked up and you just see somebody's phones <laughs> is that your phone we almost made it through. we almost made it through it's vibrating yes it's the it's a cat purring just it's a cat yeah. uh, it's all it's all good we're, we're still this is how we do it it's okay 
but we get we we turn off all the lights. You can't see our own hand, but we look up and we just see billions of stars, mm. like more stars than I've ever seen. I've seen images of people like where you're like, hey, I could see the Milky Way. I legit could see like the parts of the Milky Way That's that crazy. I never would have seen That's because insane. there's no light pollution. Right. Uh, there's no headlights on this car. There's no uh, spotlights. There's no lights anywhere because it's 370 square miles of just nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's and it amazing. was absolutely incredible. I remember just sitting there and I actually became very emotionally overwhelmed because of just how amazing it was and how vast it was. But also, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you'll see different constellations than you mm-hmm. see where we live. Okay. Like ours change during the seasons. The, <laughs> I didn't the, know that. The big and little dipper will rotate depending on the season. But the Southern Hemisphere has different constellations sometimes. And one of them is called the Southern Cross. I'll try to get this up here for you all to see as well. I thought you were there going to say you saw Mufasa. <laughs> I saw Mufasa. It says, Simba. my son. Remember who you are. <laughs> Remember who you are. Yeah. And so we see the Southern Cross. You can kind of make out the okay, four points it. of that yeah, cross. Okay. So imagine the vastness of space. And that's what you look up and you're having this moment. And that's what you see. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm thinking about the majesty and magnitude of God, the greatness of God. And it's almost like he put his artist thumbprint on there. Yeah. Right. Like wow. to show us that he's in control of it. And then think about in that moment, all that is still in the palm of his hands. Mm. Like I was yeah. absolutely just awestruck uh, in that in that moment. And so when I think about this, and I think about all the things that, you know, we all have these moments, we feel very insignificant. Yeah. Right? You sure. feel very small. Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, do you have moments like that where you just felt like you got lost in the wonder and you just felt insignificant? Yeah. Like right. maybe yeah. it was like watching your child born. I admit that was kind of gross, but it's still kind of glorious at I the same time. Up, uh, we're above the curtain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My kid looked like Thanos. I mean, he came out like, dude, you're purple and wrinkly. <laughs> Which Snap. one? Snap. Both of them. Oh. So in 2010, yeah. I was on a mission trip in oh, you South were, Africa. You were there too. <laughs> <laughs> Those were his eyes that you saw. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say, He was in, in a bush somewhere. And I was like, what oh. <laughs> no, but I've had experiences similar to that. Uh, Tori and I uh, drove, before we had kids and stuff, drove through the night uh, from Pennsylvania to Missouri. And there are some places that are probably just as remote as that. Uh, oh, you know, that out in the Midwest? Life. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's just nothing le- for miles. Lions. Yeah. And it was flat as could be. It's just rednecks running uh, around. It was clear as day. Or, you know, like as far as the, there was no clouds in the sky. And um, man, it was just, it was like you were in space it wasn't even that you were looking at it it's like you could touch, touch it. it yeah it was crazy wow yeah uh, anytime i can see the stars like that i i'm jealous I'm, i need to find a time in my life to go somewhere where there's mm-hmm. so little light pollution I'm, i i want to see it like that but i've i feel like i've been able to see a lot of stars at cowan at camp and places like that oh but yeah i think the biggest one for me and this is one that a lot of people say but the grand canyon mm-hmm. like I always saw pictures of the Grand Canyon, but it blew me away the first time I saw it. You know, everybody says, you know, pictures of things don't do it justice. But wow, if you're standing in front of the Grand Canyon, it is just breathtaking. Yeah. Just how just vast it is, too, sure. and how deep and how wide. Uh, kind of like God's love for us. Hey. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> deep and wide. <laughs> uh, Niagara Falls was another one, too, yeah. seeing it for the first time. The wind was coming off it so much when Tori and I were there. Like, you could jump, and it would push you back. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I, so I, was, cool. I, I, I was watching the Niagara episode of um, The Office last mm-hmm. night where Jim and Pam get married. Spoiler. And, uh, <laughs> like, there's, like, I don't, one, I know that was, like, he said that was, like, playing C. Yeah, right. But, like, 
the whole idea of getting married on that boat made of mist, like that would have been kind of awful. Wet. You're sopping wet. Yeah. You, you get blown over. Can't hear like You I can't hear your hear. vows. Well, yeah, like right. how, that's why you have to renew your vows like yeah. immediately yeah, after right, that. Right. I guess if you love somebody that much, it doesn't really bother you. Oh. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think about just the, those moments because we do feel insignificant. And in most regards we are insignificant like mm-hmm. we are just one of eight billion people in the world today we just crossed that threshold like recently but that's also that's not counting the billions of people that have come before us already um and think about like there's that many people in the world there's you know all the vastness of space we're just one planet of the ones i still say nine in our solar system i still count pluto shout out pluto, pluto matters and i still like i you just feel small and then you read scripture like in job 38 when god says to job where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Mm, wow. Tell me if you understand who marked off its dimensions. Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and the angels shouted for joy? It's like, where were you when I created the entire world? Yeah. Because Job is in the middle of throwing like a temper tantrum right in, the, in that moment. You know, he's, he's obviously gone through a lot of things in life. And God's like, who are you? I love it when God gets a little feisty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sarcastic. Like, if, if you don't read scripture thinking that God has humor, yeah, right. you're missing out. Right. Like, like I look at that, I'm like, man, I'm nothing like compared to this. But like, we are insignificant. I think that's, uh, that's absolutely true. But there is a beautiful passage, though, in Psalm chapter 8, uh, written by, the, the, by King David. If you don't know who King David is, he was a king of Israel. And he was known as a man after God's own heart, but don't let that fool you because he had a lot of problems. Yeah. Now, the dude yep. uh, had a lot of baggage. He caused a lot of baggage in other people's lives. He was kind of messed up, but still he walked with God. And he, in one moment of his life, wrote these words. He says, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You set your glory in the heavens through the praise of children and infants. You have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels, and you crowned them with glory and honor. And you've made them rulers over the works of your hands and put everything under their feet. All the flocks and the herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky, the fish of the sea, all that stone in the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earths. So David considers the glory of God. He sees the glory of the heavens. He sees the stars, the moons, like we've just talked about. I just said moons. He saw maybe he saw more than one. I don't know. Moons of Andor. It may have been a balloon flying <laughs> flying over Israel. Like I don't know. Like there goes Balloon Boy or the Chinese telescope, whatever it is. Right. Uh, real quick, I did see recently where because it's in the news. If you don't know, we record these a week early. Mm. So this is uh, February seventh, and this whole thing's just been shot down. Right, like two days yeah, ago. Right. Yeah. Hopefully the uh, you know people are still here for the Wednesday that this launch. It's not like a Wally situation yeah. where we're just. I'm hoping it's like a Google. If, if we still don't know, don't panic because Phil's saying this. I'm sure it's nothing. I'm I hope sure it's like stuff. a Google Earth thing sure. where we have a lot of people going like this. Uh, yeah. Hi, mom. Right, but I read recently where like during World War One or World War Two, uh, I think it was one of the military bases over in Hawaii. Uh, they were concerned about uh, same kind of things: balloons bringing to, like cameras and telescopes right. over and so they they thought they saw one so they started shooting like anti-aircraft guns at it and it wasn't a balloon it was actually the closest that venus has been in a long time so they actually were just seeing venus <laughs> oh up in the sky and they thought they it was it? huh Did they hit it, they hit it. <laughs> that's why it has a massive volcano yeah. now or no I, that was mars i like to think that it's <clears throat> like even more insignificant than we could imagine like 
it actually was just like a giant balloon somebody had for some extravagant <laughs> birthday party and it like got loose or something. Gender reveal gone and wrong. An entire nation is freaking out about this thing. <laughs> But we think about like going back to Psalm 8 with David. He sees all these things, and the first question he asks is, who am I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? As, you know, when we think about all the things we talked about, we think, who am I? But he didn't stop at his insignificance. He just didn't think, oh, I'm just, you know, woe is me. I'm insignificant. No one cares about me. The next part, he says, who am I that you care for us? Who am I that you love us? Who am I that you give life to us, that you give us value and honor? And that's the experience that David felt that blew him away. It was not just that he was insignificant, but even when in his insignificance, he had intrinsic value. Yeah, he communicates, right. communicates this idea that God placed humanity created in his image above every other thing in creation, yet still lowlier than the heavenly beings, which I think is awesome language, right? He's like, you've given us glory. You've given us honor. You've given us dominion over the animals, over the fish of the sea. So that's why I should have yelled out in that safari. I had dominion over <laughs> you, right? And as I get my face ripped off. But think about that, for example, for, for a second. Like when we lose sight of our significance, we think, yeah, I'm insignificant. Yeah, but you're still created in God's image. That means you're set apart above all of creation. As beautiful as Mount Everest, as the Grand Canyon, all those different things in the universe, you are still more beautiful to what? Me? Yeah, <laughs> even you. Why are you looking at Phil the whole time, man? I was trying to look across like the table between you all. <laughs> no, but like you're still considered more wonderful and more beloved right. to God than those yeah. things. Right, so never doubt your your significance. Never doubt the value that you have. So much so that God sent Jesus to die for you. That's how much you are worth to God. He sent Jesus for you. I mean, how do you guys think about that? How do you see people losing sight of that value and honor today? Well, that's a you know the, another verse talks about how we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh yeah, and uh, we can look at things like the Grand Canyon. It's beautiful and amazing and makes you feel small, but it's a big hole in the ground. Right. (laughs) So not to downplay it, but think about all the intricacies that go into the human body. Right. And our consciousness. I heard from a good source. Mm. I think it was on the Weird Faith podcast. That there's like a billions of miles worth of veins in your body. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but think about how. I still haven't decided if that's. Well, you talked about you know birth and like how this reproduction and then how this thing that is you know you, you one of your daughters is a, an infant still. I mean, yeah. it's going to be an adult at some it makes point, no sense. and it, it just continued to grow. I saw a just a video on YouTube one time, and it showed a person's face. And then it zoomed out and zoomed out and zoomed. Then you could see all the the country and it zoomed out further. And you could see the whole earth and it zoomed out further. And then it was the Milky Way. Yeah. And then it just went for like, you know, and you could just zoom out infinitely. But then just as fast, it would zoom back in and go past that face into, you know, the flower that's next to that person, then into the cells and into the, yeah. you know, mitochondria and all the little molecules. And it's infinite it's, in both it's, directions. I think it's pronounced midichlorians. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> that's the force, right? That's the force. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. But it's just, it's amazing. As big as everything is, yeah. it's just infinitely, like they talk about like, uh, you know, the ocean is just as unexplored as space or something yeah. like that. The bottom of the ocean. Uh, we know more about the surface of the moon, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. As weird as this sounds, we are the crown jewels of God's creation, and he made us in his image. And yes, there is so much more, but God made humankind special. Yeah. And uh, and like you said, the the major act of that difference is that he came and died for us and the sins that we... Yeah, he took on the form of us to die for us. He didn't take on the form of any other animal (laughs) to die for us, like because we had the whole sacrificial system. He came in the person of... 
us, right? Mm-hmm. Be like right. us. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like we talked about those moments when you're under the stars or looking at the Grand Canyon or something. I think you have to pair that feeling. Like it's, I love thinking about how insignificant I am because it reminds me how big God is. So like we talked about earlier, I think you had your headphones on, how the sun, you could fit like a million earths within mm-hmm. the sun. Mm-hmm. But the sun isn't even that big of a star compared right. to other yeah. stars. And then like, like it's just crazy to think the universe is just expanding and expanding. And like we're just like this tiny mm-hmm. little speck of dust. But I think you have to pair that knowledge with the truth that God loves us. Mm-hmm. And while God is transcendent, beyond time, beyond space, bigger than all of these things, while he can breathe out galaxies and planets and the sun, the Bible tells us the truth is God cares about us too. And uh, if he you know, can clothe the flowers in the field and, and feeds the birds, how much more does he love us? So we have to remember while God is bigger than all things, God is still also like personable and yeah, close yeah. and with us mm-hmm. in the, the darkest, most lonely moments of our lives. So yeah, uh, I, I think people just forget like, you know, we, yeah, we need to remember how insignificant we are, but also how loved we are at the mm-hmm. same time. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm so much smaller than all these things that, that have, like you said, God put his thumbprint on all these beautiful things. Uh, but God sees so much value and worth in me, like created, created me in his image and he loves me and wants best for me and, and wants yeah. to have a relationship with me like that. That's honestly, if we could wrap our minds around that, that's more mind blowing than the size of the sun. Oh yeah. Or, yeah, right. you know, the, how vast the grand Canyon is that, yeah. that God would love us that much. I love uh, Ephesians chapter two. When we see the famous verses of for by grace, you've been saved through mm-hmm. faith is not a fear undoing, but an act of God and grace of God. It goes on to verse 10. It says, for you are God's handiwork, craftsmanship. The message, I think, Eugene Peterson had it perfectly. He says, you are God's masterpiece. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like, so no matter how insignificant you, yeah. <laughs> no matter. Just, just. <laughs> uh, fun fact, when Brandon Reinhardt suggested this, it's exactly what he said. And I'm like, here's what I could do with it. He's like, chef's kiss. He sent back the emoji. So we're all bringing it all back uh, full right. circle. That's funny. So whenever you doubt that, whenever you yeah. just get kind of lost in that, like, I'm just insignificant. Right. Yeah, you are. Right. But also remember, you right now are still considered a masterpiece. Wow. You're not even a yeah. finished product yet. Right. But you are still a masterpiece. So what we want you to remember today, just remember that even though you are significant, you are a loved and valued treasure, a masterpiece. I would say a masterpiece in progress. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sounds good. By what God is doing. You are God's handiwork right here and now. Uh, I also want to encourage you. I, this is, it's been a song I've been thinking about the last few days. I even shared it with Josh last night. Go check out the song Blown Away by Hillsong United and get lost in the wonder as you are blown away by the love of Jesus. As you think about all that he's made, but then just focus on the cross and be more blown away by that than anything else of uh, what God has done. So that's all I have for you all today. Yeah. And if you all, what you have. Yeah, I just want to remind you guys, like this, subscribe. Uh, share this out maybe on Facebook or however you want to do that. Maybe just copy it and say, hey, I'm going to send this to one person who might need to hear this and who can become a weirdo to join us. Yeah, that's our, our goal here is to make this truly approachable for anybody, whether they have a faith background or not, yeah, absolutely. to uh, be drawn into the beauty of this thing called our walk with God and our relationship. We have one more shout out that we almost forgot. Mm. Your predecessor, David Holm. Yeah. He shared this, our our podcast, in the West Virginia Baptist Newsletter. Yeah. So thank you, David. We love you for that. David, uh, you're our favorite. 
We love yeah. you so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one thing I did want to add too is, uh, you know, we talked about this man, Felix Bumgarner. Yeah. Went up in this balloon, spent, I'm sure, millions of dollars to create I this. Red Bull spent millions of dollars. Right, yeah. He gave him wings. And just to, yeah, to. They did. <laughs> it was out of this world. Just so that he could feel small, you know. Yeah. And all I have to do is stand next to you. Yeah. And I know I'm mean, be five, six and three quarters your whole life. And you don't even need to go up into space and drop 24 miles from the earth. So, hey, we love you guys so much. Hey, please continue the conversation. We want to talk to you here on Instagram. We have posts uh, on uh, Facebook, too, that we'll drop and uh, in YouTube, in the comments, all those different things. And uh, we can't wait to continue the conversation with you as we josh will be hosting next time so yes so excited to make sure you join us but until then stay weird because normal isn't working see you guys later